Entrepreneur on Fire 859. Love Sandy, embrace her, rock her, and then do whatever the F you want. Inspiration defines EO Fire. Launching your podcast in 15 days defines freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade free. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Sandy Connery. Sandy, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, John. I'm ready. Yes. Sandy is the founder of Connectable.biz, a software she designed for networking groups to share leads online. With 12 years of owning a storefront business but no experience in software, Sandy followed the foundation's framework and built Connectable.biz in less than a year with six customers in three different countries. Sandy, given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally. Expound upon your biz. Sure. Thanks, John. Uh, I'm a little different than the typical foundation student as I had run uh, a business before entering. So um, my formal education is I'm a certified podorthist. I do biomechanics, gate analysis. And I ran a business for 12 years that had two brick and mortar stores. And inside there, we had um, orthotic clinics. So I had staff, I had, you know, rent to pay, um, uh, payroll to do. So it was a little bit different. But I did just wake up one day, it was like a switch had flipped and I just no longer loved what I did and I needed to find something else. And I heard um, Dane Maxwell on uh, Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income podcast and I decided to join the foundation and that's what I did. Sold my shares, got out and uh, entered the foundation, built a product within within the framework and uh, never looked back. So fascinating. Three of the five foundation members that we've been featuring all week, Fire Nation, found Dane Maxwell and the foundation on a podcast. Two are actually from Mixergy, and then now we have Sandy from Smart Passive Income. So fascinating. You can see why Dane made such a big ask when he came to Entrepreneur on Fire because he knows the power of you, Fire Nation, the power of podcasting. And Sandy, you are, by the way, five of five. You are the grand finale of the foundation week. So just take a second, just, you know, maybe a couple seconds, share with us, you know, what your experience was with the foundation. And we're going to dive more into it later, but just a little brief overview. The foundation was, for me, it was, it was life-changing. Um, I had been very unhappy at my job. I love my staff. I love the customers. I didn't love what I, what I did. And when I heard Dane speak um, about a, a business model where there was no rent, there was recurring at revenue, there was no AR, um, it was so intriguing to me. So I entered a little bit blindly. I just kind of you know, it was just sort of circumstance the way that I sold in the sold my shares and the, there was a, a new foundation class starting. So I just went with it. I just kind of spontaneously went in and with in into it without completely knowing what I was doing. But it was just a fantastic um, 
journey for me. You know, there was tons of personal work done, per- tons of personal growth. And I ended up coming out with a new business that I love and I can't wait to get going every morning with. So it was one of those for you experiences of leaping and hoping that the net would appear. And oh, yes. voila, there was the foundation, uh, not just appearing, but uh, a pretty warm embrace, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't, I really, I didn't know what SAS meant. I didn't really know what I was getting into. But once you're in the foundation, there's such a strong community. I'm sure that others have mentioned that today too. The support that you get from the people in the foundation who work there, but also your peers who are going along this journey with you is incredible. And I just learned so much about myself and um, I'm just really excited about life again, which is such a great place to be, which is where we should all be living, right? We should all be loving what we do every day. It is so, so true. I actually mentioned this in one of the previous five interviews with foundation members, but it's like, it's, I think the title again is the top 10 regrets of the dying. And the number one regret by far is I wish that I had had the courage to go after what I know would have made me happy instead of what others told mm-hmm. me I should do and let, you know, never let the outside influences affect this one life that I have to live that I'm now leaving. And mm-hmm. it's really sad to read that when people really look back in their lives and they feel like they, they wasted an amazing opportunity just to be in control and, and to steer their own ship. And Sandy, you've done it. You're happy. I've done it. So many of Fire Nation listeners right now have done it and foundation members have done it. So take heart, Fire Nation. And more importantly, take control. But Sandy, it's not all unicorns and rainbows. And if you've ever <laughs> listened to Entrepreneur on Fire, you know what I'm talking about because we're going there, your worst entrepreneurial moment. So tell us that story, Sandy. Take us to that moment in time. Sure. Um, my worst entrepreneurial moment could also be said as my worst life moment, probably. Um, I spent um, two years in my old business, not being very happy. And I was very, very sick during that time. All sorts of illnesses cropped up. And I knew that I needed to make a change. I needed to jump for that net, as you just said. Um, But I was too scared. I was living in that place of fear. And I thought I was so much more important in my own business than I actually was, which a lot of business owners get (laughs) get into that place. Um, And I just didn't listen to my body. As soon as I thought, you know what, Sandy, you've got to make a change. You've got to do something. I would feel better. And the pneumonia would go away. And then as, as, as I slipped back in, into fear and was like, I can't, they need me. My, I'm, I'm the center pin. I'm everything in this business. It all kind of, you know, ca- happens around me. I make things happen. Um, I would get sick again. And it was like that flip-flopping for two years until I finally made the decision that I have to make a change for me. And the day that I said to my partners, I need to sell my shares to you, I have not been sick since. So I really, truly believe that your body knows before your mind does. And so my mistake was not to listen to my body. And I will never make that mistake again. Follow the goosebumps. It's always right. Follow the goosebumps. I just, I love that phrase. I've actually never heard it before, but hearing it now, it (laughs) makes so much sense when you say that. And Fire Nation, how long have we gone without listening to our own bodies, you know, ignoring the signs that are so ever present? I mean, I can remember so clearly just the constant back pain and strain that I would feel every single day in corporate America because of all the stress and anxiety and just unhappiness of me being there. And the day I walked out the door, it was like, 
what just happened? I didn't get a massage, but all of a sudden I don't have this back pain or strain anymore. That was the day that I walked out the door for good. You know, that is so critical to listen to ourselves. I love that takeaway, Sandy. Mm -hmm. And if you could just kind of break it down and give one takeaway that's, you know, a little maybe an add-on or just different from that point, what do you really want Fire Nation to make sure they take away from the worst entrepreneurial and life moments? I think it's just to get really quiet and listen to what path you should be on. And I think we know it's there, but we're so afraid of the shoulds and those social constructs around us that would sometimes just paralyzes us. So I think if we just get really silent and ask the question of what we need to do, the answers are always there. As Cliff Ravenscraft would say, don't should on me. Do not <laughs> should on me. And Sandy, I love that so much. Just be quiet for a second, Fire Nation. I mean, we live in this world of noise. I mean, you know, we're always having to be talking to somebody or be having, you know, the TV on blaring in the background. Sometimes just, you know, take a walk. And I hate to say it, but, you know, leave the podcast behind every now and then because you just need to be alone in your thoughts. You need to be thinking and really evaluating and if need be, taking big steps and leaps in your life like Sandy has. Now, Sandy, I want to do a shift and I yeah. want to talk about another moment in your life. You know, again, this is a story. We learn from stories. So take us to your aha moment, to your epiphany moment that you want to share with us today, that story, and then walk us through the steps you took to turn that idea into success. Sure. I, I actually really love talking about this. Um, so my aha moment actually happened only uh, within the last year. And I was reading a book, uh, Brene Brown's Daring Greatly, oh, one of my favorite books. <laughs> and she was talking about being a perfectionist. And if you look around my house, I'm in no way a perfectionist <laughs> in space you know, ways. But I realized how much of a perfectionist I am in the way I portray myself to the world. I don't want anybody, I should say past tense, I did not want anybody to see me as a failure. I, w I was, I would do anything to make myself look perfect in front of everybody, my staff, my partners, my customers, I never wanted to make a mistake. And so in, in Brene Brown's words, I was a prisoner of pleasing, performing and perfecting. And that was like, the heavens opened, the angels were singing. And I was like, this is how I have been living. This is not how we should be living. And reading her work um, made me realize that I connected who I am, my self-worth with my work. Whatever I'm putting out there in the world was equal to me. And that's not how it is. So now I can say that whatever I do, whether it's this podcast or a blog or an email or I write a book, whatever. If someone were to judge that, as they always will, there's always the critics out there. If someone were to judge that, they do not touch my self-worth. It is not on the table. So in Brene Brown's words, she says, when our self-worth isn't on the line, we are far more willing to be courageous and risk sharing our raw talents and gifts. And I realized I had been holding back because I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't want to be wrong. I didn't want anyone to belittle me. And we cannot, as entrepreneurs, move forward with our businesses or even with our lives if we are not prepared to take risks. And so that, um, that changed how I did everything because I was so, as you know, 
caught up in these shoulds that, you know, you, you have a biomechanical degree. You can't open a, start a software company. You should be doing this. You should be working in the field of your formal education. You were shooting on yourself. I all, all the time, <laughs> all the time. So that when I read those words, it was literally this shift, this massive, massive identity shift that I can do this. And I've been holding myself back. And what could I create if I didn't think there was going to be any judgment. And if someone, I know there's going to be critics out there, but it's not the critic who counts. It's me in the arena who's trying. You know, that's a a reference to Theodore Roosevelt's speech, the man in the arena. It's not the critic who counts, right? It is me that counts. Um, And so I just love, you know, give me the criticism. I'll take it. I'll learn learn from it. And I'll reflect and I'll move on. Maybe I'll do it better. Maybe I'll do it different. Or maybe I'll keep it the same. But you're not going to touch my self-worth. Fire Nation, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to appear perfect. In fact, I'm telling you right now, in this day and age, in in the online entrepreneurship world, being honest, transparent, genuine, that is so much more welcomed than putting up this front. So just don't even spend that energy, you know, that Sandy was spending for so long. And and definitely check that book out, Daring Greatly. So, so amazing. And, and one thing I want to talk about real quick, Sandy, because I think this is so powerful is, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it, is just our innate sense of, of having to fit in, of, of not looking foolish, of being part of the tribe. And I get it, and we should get it, because listen, you know, when we were cavemen and women, we had to be part of the tribe. We had to be accepted, because if we were shunned, like, forget it. We weren't going to survive. We had to be part of this tribe together to survive. So we have this just like, this natural, innate desire to fit in, to not be different, to not ruffle feathers, and to not look foolish, you know, to not be that person. Like, who's that? Like, we don't want him part of our tribe. That's foolish. Like, what do you think about that scene? How does that play a role? That's an interesting, an interesting perspective. Um, I think we still all have our tribes, and there's so many that you can join and belong, as, as, you, as you know. But I never want anybody to stifle their creativity. I never want anybody to to constrict the the way that they're living because they're trying to fit in. If you don't fit in with that tribe, there'll be another tribe for you. And if you're an entrepreneur, um, you've got to think creatively. You've got to move creatively. And and you just can't if you're worried about this tribe judging you. Have you gotten the chance to talk or to chat with Dan Bailey, one of the guys that yeah. is on this week? Yeah. So I think this is a great example and a great fit right here because his tribe was not in Louisiana. They were telling him, you need to be a lawyer. You can't yeah. do anything else to be a lawyer. You can, What are you doing online? You can't do that. He had to pack up his truck and drive to Colorado and live in that truck for two weeks to get away from that negative tribe and now to find his own tribe, which are obviously bacon-loving people around <laughs> the world. Great? It's so great. Uh, oh, such a great story. So what I want to do now, Sandy, is do a shift into what I call the one-minute mindset. This is going to be five insights into your mind with these five questions. Take about a minute, you know, 60, 90 seconds to answer these questions. And the first one is ideally... What do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? My first 60 minutes are all about getting my son out the door and off to school. Once I come back and my time is my own, ideally, I have some, um, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes of, of 
not opening up my computer and just getting really focused on today and what I need to do. So I may do the five minute journal. I may do a meditation. I may do some just journaling. Um, but I, my point here is I don't do the same thing every day. When I first um, got my five-minute journal, I loved that thing. I used it religiously morning and night until it became a burden, be, until it became a chore, until it was no longer serving me. And I felt kind of bad that I was, oh, I'm failing at this. Uh, and I realized, no, you know what? I'm just going to move to something else that I need to do in uh, in the morning instead. So I keep kind of switching it around uh, for that sort of focus time and and to whatever it is that I need, need that day. And sometimes, to be honest, that time may happen in the afternoon too. So I am not, I know a lot of entrepreneurs on your show have these very, you know, beautiful morning routines and meditation. And I just, I am not a morning person. So it happens, you know, my kind of time to reflect and get ready happens after I get my son off to school. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I would have said in the past, it's it's living with the shoulds. And I still kind of, you know, um, mess around with that a little bit. So I, it's, a, it's a real warning word when I hear that go off in my head. But um, I think it's in the day, I, I struggle with focusing on one task at a time. So actually, you know, this last month, I would say that has been my focus is I need to, to really be aware of I need to do one thing to completion and then move on. Sandy, do you know my acronym for the word focus? I have heard it. I cannot <laughs> repeat it to you right at this moment, but I have heard I put it. put you on the spot, girl. <laughs> Follow one course until success. Focus. Okay, that's what I, that's, that's, that's now my new mantra. <laughs> what is your biggest strength? I think I have such a drive and determination to be the best. I also have a, a great ability to connect and talk to people. So when I'm building a new business like I did in the foundation, to get the people on the phone and actually talk to them was really fun and really, really easy uh, for me. And I loved that part of the building my business. What's a habit you wish you had? So I told myself before this interview, I was going to be very raw and very transparent with you and very honest. And I have to say that I wish I could work movement into my day more. Um, I have, uh, since I had those two years of being really sick, I haven't really got back on the, on the, on the, my workouts and running and so on. So that is what I need to incorporate into my days is more movement. Start small, Sandy. You know, actually two know. of your foundation members have recommended mm-hmm. the seven-minute app workouts. I know. I Yes, I know David Smith who designed that. And I have it and I haven't used it and I'm embarrassed to admit that. <laughs> but, well, hey, hey, don't be embarrassed to admit it. That's trying to be too perfect exterior facing. You're being honest true, and raw, true. girl. <laughs> What's the one thing, Sandy, of all the things that have you fired up most fired up? I really love the freedom that I've created in my life um, to do what I want and to uh, work on what I want, where I want, when I want. Um, but what I'm really, really looking forward to, so connectable.biz, we're just in our beta beta phase. We're just moving out of that. And we're moving into, uh, I, I'm moving back into selling. And I cannot wait to pick up the phone and start selling and connecting with the networking organizations all around the world again and just listening to them, finding out what they need, seeing if this is a fit for their group. So that's what I can't wait to get back doing. Sandy, Don't you go anywhere because we have yet to enter the lightning round. But before we do, we're going to thank our sponsors. 
Knowing how to communicate clearly and effectively exactly what it is you're looking for is important. For example, telling your mechanic that the thingy in the engine is broken probably isn't too helpful. It's the same idea when you're trying to communicate with designers about your project. The more specific you can be about your request, the better the chances that they can meet or exceed your expectations. 99designs makes this process easy. In fact, I just finished up a logo contest with them for my new podcast, Free Podcast Course, so I speak from firsthand experience. With a creative brief catered to entrepreneurs and small business owners, they set you up for a successful project where over 900,000 designers can Pete to deliver you the best design. The best part is, project started just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free and check out the past contests that I've run myself. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Sandy, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Absolutely. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I've run my own business for uh, about 20 years in different uh, forms. So I'm going to change your question to what's uh, holding me back from becoming insanely successful and happy entrepreneur. <laughs> and I think it, I, I, it, we've mentioned before, it's the shoulds. It's the worry of how I will, I will be seen by the world. So that is what stopped me. I've moved through that a lot and I'm a, a different person on this business. What is the best advice you've ever received? I just received this advice a few weeks ago and it just keeps playing over and over in my head. So I'm coached by a wonderful woman named Julie Aurora. And she said to me, she was speaking to me and she goes, love Sandy, embrace her, rock her, and then do whatever the F you want. And I just love that, that she's, she's just said to me that given me the freedom to do whatever I want. And she's not saying go rob a bank, take care (laughs) of myself do what I need to do moment by moment, love myself, and then have the freedom to go and do whatever it is you need to do and create. Share one of your personal habits that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. Okay, this one is going to be a little bit out there. So just bear with me. I spend a fair bit of time napping. And it's a bit counterintuitive to have an entrepreneur who's building, you know, startup uh, say that, but it's part of my be kind to myself, give myself what I need. And sometimes instead of powering through something and forcing it and 
you know, when it's really difficult and hard, I just stop and I just go have a nap and I just reset. And more often than not, I come back with fantastic ideas. I'm energized and I am so inspired to keep moving forward. So sometimes that break is all that I need. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote you can share with our listeners? Yeah, my favorite thing to use right now is Slack. Um, It's a communication platform. It's just so great for group work. So we use it in the foundation for um, our mastermind groups. And it's great for boards or companies or committee works. And it just keeps all of your communication um, separated by channels or by topic of discussion. Um, It's clean. The UI is beautiful. And uh, it's something that I look forward to checking in with every day. Yeah, Kate is really digging that right now. She yeah, uses it. Use it. Yeah, big time. See, and if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I don't think it's going to be a surprise. I'm going to recommend Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. <laughs> I know you get a lot of business re- you know, reference or resource books, but I just, this book just affected me personally and in business. It, you know, it addresses, and in, in her words, again, living, loving, parenting, and leading. And we all need a little bit of that. You, Fire Nation, love audio, so I've teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Sandy, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, and your food and shelter is taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So I struggled with this a little bit. And then I just realized how silly that was. And I knew ex- know exactly what I would do. I would take your $500. Um, and I would, in my local market, I would go to as many meetups as I can, as many my niche market for my business, Connectable, is in networking. So I would go to all the networking groups that I can I can attend, and I would talk to as many people as I can in as many different industries as I can. Somewhere in those conversations, I will get the goosebumps, and I will go, oh, that is so intriguing, and I will follow um, that lead of conversation to that whatever that niche market is. So I'm just strictly following the foundation um, guidelines here. Um, and I would just get on the phone and I would talk to as many people in whatever that niche market was that gave me the goosebumps. And I would find a pain. I'd sketch it out. I'd pre-sell the heck out of it, um, make enough pre-sales to uh, fund it. And then I'd uh, have a fantastic SaaS business. And at that point, I've probably only spent $200 on coffee and um um, long distance charges. So I take the 300 and I would donate it to Kiva to support some female entrepreneur in the Philippines to yeah. build her own business. Yes. Yes. Follow the goosebumps, Fire Nation. <laughs> Sandy, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. Then we'll say goodbye. So the best way is probably just through email, sandy at connectable.biz. You can also check out the website as well. I'm giving away my, um, uh, the research I did in networking organizations, I'm giving away my industry report. So if you want to pop your email in there, you can receive that. Um, 
The other way is the foundation in its infinite wisdom has created a special page for Fire Nation. So if they want to check out the foundation.com slash fire, there's a couple things we're giving away there. Um, there is the one question your listeners need to find profitable software business ideas and how to use it. They're also giving away an idea extraction guide, which is six pages of tactics on how to find profitable ideas quickly. And the thing I'm most excited about is uh, they're also planning an ultimate Ask Me Anything party with the five of us who have been so fortunate to be um, highlighted on your podcast. We are going to have a live hangout with us, and we just want to connect with your listeners and hear their stories and answer their questions and have a great time with your listeners. I mean, Fire Nation, if you've been listening for the last six days, because Dane was on six days ago, and then five phenomenal foundation members, one by one by one, and you haven't yet gone to thefoundation.com slash fire, come on. What's up? What's going on? Talk to me. Talk to me. If you, if you could talk to me, what would you say? I'd love to hear it. But do this, because you're going to be able to go have this great Ask Me Anything hangout with Sandy, with Mr. Bacon himself, Daniel Bailey, and everybody else that we've had on the last week. I mean, it's all free. The gifts, this hangout, make it happen. Do Fire Nation proud. Do yourself proud. Make an effort to take that action, to get there, and to just be awesome, because you are awesome, and this is just proving that on multiple levels. And of course, head over to eofire.com. Just type Sandy in the search bar because her show notes page will pop right up with all these links. With again, her email, sandy at connectable.biz. And you are Fire Nation. You, the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. You've been hanging out with Sandy and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And Sandy, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. It's been great. It's been fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite.